What up, FIFA Tears? It's B-Rad, and yes, I am back from my deathbed. I mean, not literally. I was very unwell. Um, yeah, a bit of flu turned into a throat infection, but yep, throat is better now. Getting there, nearly nearly 100%. So back with the podcast today, with the 3 for Tears podcast, obviously with my collab creators in LAJS and Merzgoff. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. I think things are going okay. Not good, good. too badly, apart from uh, Mini Merz Free is not very well. Oh, mate, it's, it is making its rounds. So it started off um, my little boy having it, then I got it, and now my wife has got it. So we've we've circled it all through the household. Um, but yeah, it's not good. Not good. But hey, that's the way we know that winter is coming and that the, the seasons have changed. We've had a sudden drop in temperature to like minus two or minus five it was when i had to get up early hours with him this morning yeah so things are changing as we move on to christmas and um talking of christmas one of the biggest things around the christmas time at the moment is the world cup i I don't know what to say really other than the fact that i would rather have gotten smashed four nil than have played the way we played and arguably and it will be arguably deserved a win Obviously, this doesn't affect Mers. Mers supports Spain. Spain went out a lot earlier than us. A lot. A lot's harsh. A lot's wow. harsh. Wow. <laughs> did you watch it and how did you feel? I did. I watched it in the pub. I disagree. I'm actually happy. I'm, uh, well, happy's not the right term. I'm at terms with how we lost. We actually took it to the French, which is better than what we expected England to yes. do. I was expecting the return of the mm-hmm. five back, sit deep, try and counter, and then we'd have probably been annihilated the three or four that you were asking for but we yeah. actually showed that we can if, if we take chances we, we can actually have that game well and truly we took it to them and we can actually be proud of how we played yeah it's definitely not, it's not definitely. the same old boring southgate five back nonsense with two dms and everything it's he's gone for it didn't pay off but we were the better side on the night we were and we were. uh Another day, we might have won that game, but it just wasn't. The yeah. Game. Nope. And unfortunately, again, subject of referees uh, has come into fruition uh, in these final stages of the World Cup. And not, you know, there was a couple of mistakes in our game uh, that were quite costly to us, but nothing like what I saw in the Argentina game. And if you're not aware of that, you need to watch that game. Uh, it was the most horrendous um, display of, um, what should we say it? corruption i suppose what it seems like um a la liga ref protecting messi all the way till the end um but yeah anyway you need to go watch that game if you don't know what we're talking about i believe he's now been sent home is what i've heard um which doesn't surprise me i'm not shocked but here's a fun stat for you that is the record for the most cards in a world cup game of i believe 17 that takes the record (laughs) away from netherlands portugal in 2006 which that was an infamously violent game I know. I mean, they did come out of the blue, like a little bit of the violence. Like I did, I expected it to be a little bit um, like argy bargy because they both got like strong strength, like strengthy players. But I didn't expect it to be quite what it was. And then as soon as Paredes kicked the ball at the uh, the rest of the players on the sideline, there I thought, well, here we go. Um, right, let's get on to the thing that we're actually here to talk about, which is FIFA 23 and our brand new slash recycled kind of promo um so it's not recycled in the sense we've not seen it before however the world cup phenoms are former future stars 
who have realized their dreams in record time. That is not me saying it. That is EA's advertisement of this promo. So essentially what we've got is we've got cards that have had future stars since the future stars promo was in existence and they have been given World Cup Phenom cards. Now, I have seen a little bit of the squad and actually have packed a few in uh, one of the packs that were on the store, which we'll get onto in a second. First of all, obviously, the big ones, I suppose we want to talk about. So, Raphael Liao, um, massive, massive upgrade on his cards. He's 91 rated as a striker, 1.47 million on PlayStation as it stands. Um, I mean... I haven't obviously I don't do I don't really have enough time to play the game normally to do like swap tokens, let alone to go and try and play a draft to get this guy. Um, but he looks insane. Like he's five star, four star, ninety-six pace, eighty-five shooter, ninety-one dribbling. Um, obviously the new meta has changed. Lengthy is no more a thing. Explosive seems to be more the meta now. He cannot be either. He is fully controlled. But I don't think that would take anything away from this card. What do you think? I mean, on paper, it looks like a really good card. So previously, yeah. obviously, Liao's SBC card and his inform both could be lengthy. So that just tells you that the uh, the stat in question is strength either caps out or his um, agility's a lot higher. But also having the ability to play this card at striker compared to having yeah. to play him on the wing, this one has no option on the wing. It is striker centre forward only. Only, yeah. But people do like to play cards centrally a lot more often now and... Four three one, four three two one. Now being centre forwards, you can still technically play that wing role whilst playing a bit more central on, say, the left side. It yep. it keeps options open whilst also actually being pretty damn good. Now, you say about controlled. I mean, personally, from my own personal experience at the moment with um, lengthy, controlled, and explosive players, I find. The ones that I don't kind of get on with or I have issues with are the controlled ones. Like explosive, I find have that good quick burst of uh, acceleration, speed, yes. and stuff like that. Uh, lengthy, the, the they still have that still bit bit of like pace about them and being able to, I guess, create that sort of opportunity to create that room. To, uh, like especially with the counter attack in football that seems to be going on within FIFA again now lengthy and explosive seems to suit that whenever I use controlled I find they seem okay like if they've got high pace they seem okay but they don't seem like as good as the other two types of um, accelerate shall we say I mean it makes sense though if you think logically like if, when, when you're thinking the other two types specialise in something, whether it's an acceleration or top speed, whilst the other one's a bit more balanced, it doesn't really excel anywhere. So it's 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 a, it's the fine balance in the middle. You don't want to make that the overpowered one because then what's the point in the other two of them having... The, the what It makes sense for the extremes to be better than the average. Yes, but then because of the average's average, you kind of notice it, basically. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I... I... It's it's one of those things where like obviously they changed the meta and we've had to kind of like move with it because lengthy no longer works. I mean I found myself um dealing with Haaland a lot easier in recent games, even though people are still persisting on using him. I think that it probably is now a case that he is very much close to, if not 
fodder. Um, and yeah, th these sort of explosive cards seem to be the one. I've noticed the little burst away seems to be a lot more effective uh, than it was previously. Whereas like your lengthy players were the ones that could sort of get the pace away and then you suddenly couldn't catch them. Now I think explosive, it feels like they get away and you struggle to catch them still. Like it's, um, yeah, there's only a few centre-backs I've seen that can sort of stand up to the task, if you know what I mean. High pace centre-backs, basically. Yeah, pretty much your high pace ones, yeah. Um, but there are a couple of lovely honourable mentions in here as well. Obviously, Jude Bellingham, Edwin Militao, sitting around 700 to 750k mark there. Um, both look like nice cards. Kamavinga, not going to talk about him, or Jules Kunde. Um, and, yeah, the... Um, Generally, like it's it's one of those promos again where like the standout card is like ridiculously priced at one and a half million. The average cards um, that are fairly good are around about three. I'll go from about three to seven hundred because um, Rodrigo's surprisingly down to three hundred and fifteen k. I find that quite quite a dip in price for him. I think he would usually be a lot higher. Uh, and then yeah, there's some that are more affordable, well under the hundred K mark. Surprised to see Saka given um his pace and attributes that he's a hundred and six K now. Um but I mean he's there's gotta be a reason. I guess people have maybe tried him out. He is explosive. He's four star four star so he looks like he would be a good card. Murs have you used him in your past and present? Arsenal team yet? I have used Saka, but I haven't used Gwendozi, um in past and present. Okay. For Saka, he seems like a... I used him at Cam. He seemed like a perfectly like adequate card, but he didn't... Oh, no one likes to be called that. <laughs> no one. Um, it's, it's a bit of one of these sort of like situations of there are cards i feel that are better than him if you like spend a little bit extra for instance like say for yeah. instance you could go for kill for instance that'd be better than him or you could get something similar for cheaper so something like sala or lumberg's hero card for instance they're like cheaper than him but yeah. like are similarly started to him and i haven't used sala but lumberg doesn't really feel that much different to Saka in game, basically. So it's like okay. one of those a hundred k. Yeah, seems like a relatively good value card and stuff. But I just feel like it's just missing that little final piece of the puzzle to make him like a top uh, tier card. And then because of his value, there's just you can just look at it. There's better cards or just cheaper cards, basically. Um, the one I packed, so I opened... So we'll, we'll talk about the packs just now quickly, actually. So EA released one, what we would say was probably fairly good value for money pack, and one that was definitely not. Um, there was a warm-up pack, which I think it was 25k or 20k, which wasn't too badly priced, and I saw some people actually get some of the new Phenom cards out of that, which meant they would have made in some way a profit. However, they are untradeable, but still, they would have made a profit because I think the lowest card on here is around about 34k oh no actually no you got Kera and and Damsgaard and Reyna actually who are 15 to 19k mark so there are some L's in there but you still wouldn't mind packing one and there were other cards and you had to get you got a swap token in there as well so it was kind of the reason to do it but then there was a massive one that was 200k and that was the one that I opened um, you did get a token in that again. So if you need the tokens and you haven't got time to play, like me, you're kind of forced to 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 
spend your money, I guess, or or your coins. Uh, and in that one, I actually got um, Lissandro Martinez, and I think, oh, it was uh, Damsgaard. Um, and then I also got two walkouts, and I got Carl Walker. So for me, that was a fairly good pack because Alessandro Martinez is now 177k. So he's like around the mark of the pack price anyway. Um, but obviously it is all untradeable and may well go into an SPC that we'll refer to a little bit later. But have you guys actually packed any? Yes, I have. I've packed uh, Dan's Guard myself. I have a feeling it was from... No, no, actually I was about to say it was from the same one. No, it was from one of the other packs that have come out. I think it might have been the other token pack that came out. The warm-up yeah. one. Yeah. Um, okay, that's a good pull. And I've packed Kara today from a 100k pack, which I got from the Season's Objectives, so level 29 reward. So that's not, again, oh, yeah, nice. not too bad. And to be fair, I think uh, uh, 20k as well, that Kara looks pretty good damn value for money to be fair but yeah other than that but go, go going with that 200k if uh, by the time probably this podcast is goes out it's probably a bit too late anyway because it probably might have expired but yeah that that pack in my opinion is uh, a big way a, a big ripoff shall i say for like for what yeah. the contents is i think 200k and 2000 fifa points just seems a bit yeah unbalanced in terms of price pricing just for what getting a swaps token essentially well yeah i'd, I'd say so i mean what's what's two thousand points at the moment 15 quid something like that yes yeah. yeah i was gonna say in the store at the moment so 2800 is is 18 pound and 1600 is 10 pounds so you're talking it's about 15 pound 14 15 pound for a pack that yeah if you don't get a phenom player in you'll feel ripped off or you know even one of the world cup icons or something you want you want to get something decent and potentially usable as well as getting decent fodder for SBCs. otherwise yeah it's just a scam it's just an absolute waste of your money and coins yeah so luke did did open one up and you, what did you get uh, i got rodri as the face card which is never what you want Ouch. to see uh but i did get Thilo Cara, which means yay a 20k card definitely could yeah. have just bought that off the market so yeah, it wasn't ideal to say the least. But no. again, I've I've had more than enough pack luck so far this FIFA that me moaning it's almost like the rich kid just sort of crying their themselves into money. So I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah, unfortunately I don't feel like I've had the most pack luck, but like I find myself fortunate to have gotten those two players in that pack and yeah, I'm still looking for that like play it that that sort of over a mil player that's gonna like make me feel better about my luck this year um maybe maybe team of the year could be my time we'll see have fun with your mil player i've packed two people worth 500k and i'm happy like people worth <laughs> over a mil doesn't happen often no that's true there aren't as many i suppose anymore my my best put pack pull at the moment is go is world cup hero govu so um, it was pretty good and I'm pretty happy with it and he is in my team and he's very very good um, so yeah I can't complain about that at least I didn't get like a 500k card that I don't get on with if you know what I mean the next thing we'll talk about Goncalo Ramos um, who replaced Ronaldo in a recent Portugal fixture in the World Cup had an absolute stormer um, and he's got a nice 87 rated card on the 
SBC, it says it comes in at around about 36,000 coins. Now, for an 87-rated Portuguese card that looks this good, who's four-star, four-star, high-medium, he looks worth the coins, doesn't he? Yeah, but there's there's another 87-rated Portuguese player that's just sitting there at level 30, so it's a shame. <laughs> and he's also 87-rated, so... Doesn't that mean he's just got the perfect playing partner, though? No? unless I want to suddenly build a full Portuguese team, no. Well, I mean, there's they're certainly with Liao and other um, players available, There's a Portuguese-looking team was not too bad this year at the moment, especially with the addition of the the uh, Andre Silva. A, a certain SBC that's come out tonight will certainly make that Ramos card a bit more tempting to potentially do. But I won't spoil because we'll talk about that later on in the podcast. And then the other one uh, was obviously Jeremy Frimpong, another good-looking card. It comes in at around about 90k, which is a little bit more expensive. But as a Dutch right-back goes from the Bundesliga, certainly, he looks really good. 96 pace, 88 dribbling, which is really nice to have on a right-back. Um, I'd probably like only want to increase this, guy, this guy's passing just to like help with his distribution he is three star three star that lacks a little bit and he is high attacking which most right backs to be fair are but some people might not like it they do like a bit bit of defensive unless you're playing a five back like a little rat i mean to be fair the, the only off the top of my head there's a few dutch players that could have got this nod i mean what de jong down the years had a yep. um, delict you have um who the white foot one straight away Daniel marlin like, there's a couple ones, but you brought out an attacking SBC and then a defensive SBC. It makes sense. It kind of counterbalances yeah. itself. And the Lick already has a card, I believe. So it, it sort of makes sense. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. I think that, like, like you say, with Dutch players, but also given the fact that their description of it being that it's um, World Cup stars that have like already reached their potential. I mean, Jeremy Frimpong, in terms of certainly a FIFA rating, hasn't reached the likes of De Ligt, or De Jong um, in terms of rating. So, you know, those, it's sort of about them achieving their goals or getting there quickly. I don't, he didn't, I don't even think Jeremy Frinkpong had paid a minute in the World Cup until I think the last game. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you a question then. How do you think Thilo Care has done since? Well, yeah, this is true. 76 yeah, rated true. left yeah. PSG to go to West Ham. Yeah, like, that is true. Yeah. You, they're just doing it off of this guy had a future stars card. Do you know what? Yeah, he's he's still okay. Like, give him a card. Yeah, exactly. And they can't they're, further they're... restrict themselves to only ones that succeed. Well, they kind of tried to. Pin well, that's just what they. That's what they tried to say, didn't they? Yeah, that's what they they tried to advertise it that way. But yeah, certainly, what Kubo doesn't. He's not a very high rated card in the game anymore. He may silver, well be doing. He is seventy four silver. Yeah, and like seventy eight on his new upgraded World Cup card the red one that will expire but you know like even like giovanni reina yeah he's like he looks still good but he's only 77 rated so like some of these haven't really reached a potential if you know what i'm talking about like the potential that you would have thought to have seen and like goncala goncala ramos like 75 rated non-rare only has a stormer in like a, a one portuguese game and then suddenly there's an spc and yeah you know it's it's, it's a bit it's very topical, very yeah, very strange. Um, but hey, uh, so we then go over. There is an objective one, um, which is David. Um, now he looks pretty good. He looks fairly 
dare I say it, easy to do as well, given the fact that one, he it can be done in squad battles. Um, so if you don't mind playing that game mode, then obviously you can shoot across to squad battles and do it. Um, and also there has been some Canadian players obviously come out from the game recently. Like I've got that Buchanan card. He's pretty good. Um, and there's other, you know, you can have... Sario, like, uh, I think it is the CDM. In the yeah, the CDM guy. You've got, obviously, you've got already in the game, you've got the likes of um, Davies and you've got probably like Hutchinson must be kicking around still. So there's, there's Canadian players you can get to make this team quick enough. And if you want to do it in, in squad battles, you can. It's just got eight separate matches to win. Uh, with at least three Canadian players, and that's only on semi-pro. Um, a lot of people, and myself included, if I was going to do this card, are probably going to go and try and do it in rivals, just because if you get a rage quick, you get it done quicker, and squad battles is a little bit dull. Um, have you done any of the SBCs or objectives on the Phenoms? Not so far, no, but as I say, Goncalo Ramos is something I can just keep on my radar for when yep. I need him. And... To be fair, that, that whole Jonathan David situation, you can also get that done. If you've not done any of your stuff yet, you might be able to find a way to get it in with your swaps. So I know yeah, swap yeah, definitely. says yeah. use six yeah. Portuguese players or something like that. If you can then find a way to make that link up, you can kill multiple birds with one stone. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So again, me personally, I've done those ones. I've done the... Um wins in rivals i've still got the ones where it's like play eight games with a spanish team i thought i'd do that once but i've done the wins ones the german team and the belgian team i've done them in rivals just because i want the games to be over quickly rather than sit there and do squad battles games but yeah it's like you say you can kill two birds with one stone get yourself a david and also get your next swap token for whatever you are deciding to take we'll then move off from the phenoms for now because we're we sort of said enough about that and we'll go on to what the next sort of promo around this time is which is the world cup icons now we've seen team one we've seen team two and then they have now released team three and then there is a sbc stoichkov so we'll start with the sbc first it's coming in at 644k um 91 rated left winger can play left mid striker and right wing so quite a versatile card um he has some explosive ones if you put artist or finish on him he can become explosive he's been upgraded to four star four star he's medium medium is my only sort of complaint about it but as long as he's not higher in defensive than he is attacking it's not a bad thing especially if you're not going to play him as a striker as such um looks like a nice card i don't imagine a lot of people are going to be putting their fodder into this necessarily unless you particularly want this card i think people will be tempted by icon sbcs or world cup hero or hero sbcs rather than going for a direct player but do you guys like this card have you seen this card any intent on doing this card it's expensive but it's it is sort of tempting it's he's one of those kind of cards that i do think i like most years like when when i don't have puss gas i had stoichkov both four star of both three oh uh, yeah four star three star so I'm used to those kind of players from previous FIFAs. It's someone I'm a bit familiar with. So with him getting the upgrade on skill moves and weak foot to being the same four-star, four-star, it's tempting because they're not going to do that for his prime, obviously. So it's a bit of a unique card in that sense. But how long will it last? How far into the power curve for 600k are you going to go? Yeah. Maybe if I do the 84 times 20s, maybe if I, I, I think that to myself and go, go on him. 
Yeah, and that's the thing, I suppose. If you've got fodder to spare and you're not interested in maybe doing the hero or icon packs on the risk that you're going to get like a, a 50k player and you want to guarantee yourself a dub, essentially, which, you know, this card would be considered as, I think. What what do you think this card would be priced at if he was on the market? I think it's mids 300k, maybe 280, so probably about the 450, 500 region at the moment, obviously dropping throughout the year. It's going to be a little bit more than his mid, not too drastic though. I I think it's uh, probably if he was on the market for 500k, but I I generally think it is a good looking card. I think stat wise, he definitely is a card that you could easily use until team of the season. Like, I'm just looking at it. There's two chem stars that can make him uh, explosive. You can stick a finisher on him. He will then have 95 dribbling, 96 uh, shooting to go with the 87 passing and 91 pace. Like that, that yep. That is almost, you could easily say, better than some team of the season cards like you get. Uh, it probably won't be like team of the year-esque like in terms of stats, but let's face it, that's only going to be, what, 13, 12, uh, about 12 players, like 12 men. So, yeah, you could easily use that until team of the season. I can't see any issues with that yet. Like you say, work rates is probably the downside of it. But again, also the alternative positions as well. Um, I've I, To be fair, I have... Donovan at Cam, uh, and he is medium, medium work rate, and I don't see him, like, sitting around doing nothing. He seems to get bomb forwards all the time in the 4 triple two. I think it's all about, like, uh, yeah. team instructions and player instructions and stuff like that. Yeah. That helps try to get these medium mediums, like, actually moving. If, if it was a case of you didn't have any player instructions and you've just played on basic and didn't really change anything, you probably might say, oh, this card doesn't really seem to move around or anything like that. But I think you make him explosive... It'll be a very nice card that can last you for several months or until maybe you pick up something potentially better if anything comes out that is better or anything like that. And I think that's the thing. I think when people like look at these cards and think about where the power curve goes, I think you need to kind of already... It's a bit like driving a brand new car off the parking lot as as, as like the expression, I suppose, where like don't down the line think of it as a 600k card because down the line like luke said if this was tradable he would devalue so if you do it and you spend 600k don't suddenly think down the line when you replace him in your team oh i really should keep this card in because he was 600k because actually as the power curve goes he wouldn't be that expensive so yeah do him for now and know that he's got a shelf life i suppose but likewise there probably are if you're going to spend coins tradable cards that are probably as good if not better that you could obviously then still get some money back for um which it depends what you want for it i mean immediately price wise i'm looking at the dal gleesh has been released so as a striker he's five star weak foot four star skill moves 620k so pretty much around about the exact same price um he is explosive naturally and all of his chem styles uh, apart from architect make him explosive so he looks to me like if you're going to spend coins the much better option is high medium if, if you're going for a striker um so for that for that role he fits that better plus he's tradable so even if you do you know lose him down the line you get some coins back it won't be 600k but actually 
you know, it's not too bad. Um, the one surprise card I've seen in this that I've got as a loan, because I took it because it intrigued me, was Gary Lineker's 90-rated card. Um, saw it there as a loan, and I thought, this actually doesn't look that bad. And now I'm not sure whether I was just feeling a bit unwell still, <laughs> or whether, yeah, whether he does just look not that bad. With an artist, he's explosive again. Um, he's four-star, four-star. He looks like he's got decent stats. He's high-low. He's got 89 pace, 90 shooting, 85 dribbling. He's got positioning and finishing, 93. Like, his shots, shots shooting side of it, he looks pretty damn good. Pace side, not too bad. His agility and balance is a bit low. 82 agility, balance, 78. But yeah, I just looked at this card and thought, 68k. This does not seem like a bit of a cheap cheap beast. I, I'm, su- I'm surprised you're uh, not bringing up uh, Sucre as a cheap a cheap beast instead. Like, yes, he's a bit slower than Lineker, but he's got better dribbling. He's got slightly better shooting. He's got better passing, if you like passing the ball around with your, your strikers, especially if you get into those situations where you can't counter-attack and you've got to be patient on the ball, having good passing is uh, much better. He can have a few more different chem styles that make him explosive as opposed to uh, Gary Lineker. A few more? He... Gary Lineker's got every single one except artist. No. He? Except artist. Wait. Oh, no, he, wait. He, 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 no. Gary Lineker's only got an artist that can make Oh, no, only got artist. Yeah, yeah. only yeah. got artist. Yeah. Whereas Nsuka yeah. can have finisher, artist engine. Finisher. Yeah, basically to make him... And I think having an engine or a, a finisher on him is a lot better than having an artist on the striker. So, because obviously the engine will help boost his part. Well, it's like an artist, it will boost the dribbling. But with the engine, at least, you can boost the pace a little bit. Or you could have pace, the, sh- yeah. the finisher, which then boosts the sh- shooting and the dribbling. So I think Suka would be slightly better option in my opinion and i've used him and i personally rate him quite a lot like it, a good comparison for like someone like suka is van percy van percy is very similar in terms of stats van percy can't be made explosive and obviously as an sbc like you was arguing with stoichkov obviously once you've done him you're kind of committed to him whereas if you pick up a sh- a Suka, for instance, you can then just sell them down the line. And as an icon at seventy six k, he's not really going to depreciate by that much value. No, I mean, I think the I mean the Lineker is 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 discard. Well, I say discard. He probably doesn't discard for that price. I've no, seen, it's, it's been a bit strange this year that their bottom prices are like sixty eight k, yet the discard value is ten. That's because they're promo cards, aren't they? They're not technically like a proper icon. Icons, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, he he does look a bit um, better, maybe, at Davosuke. I had kind of overlooked him just for the fact that um, I've seen a lot of people pack him. And for me, that me- immediately means he's not very good, generally. Um, and also, I used him in last FIFA. I think I'm, I overpacked him or I just got him in a draft or something, and I really didn't like him. I did not feel I get on with him well with him so i've kind of tarred him with a brush of an old fifa uh which is really down my detriment i suppose um so yeah i, I actually now looking at this card I do think yeah he definitely looks like a good card uh for like you say only about 10k more he's high medium as well so he is still 
got that high attack and work rates, which is good. And his ag- agility and balance is far better than Lineker's. So, yeah, I, I do think he looks like a bit of a beast. Some of the more expensive ones then. So we have a 2.1 million Mateus, a 1.24 million Garincha. I mean, Mateus has always been, in my opinion, like a banger of a card in FIFA. Like, he's always been expensive as well to go with it, but he's always been very, very good in game. Have you guys had much experience with him this FIFA or last FIFA or any? The main one I've had experiences with previous FIFAs is the centre-back card. So I used to yeah. used to use that and then move it in game to CDM or yeah. I'd just actually legitimately play a centre-back. Uh, I've used his moments in drafts in the past as well. So as a solid card, I know when I packed that moments Vieira, I was very tempted to buy his uh, Mateus's moments card with the money. And yeah. then have about three million left over. Whenever I've used him, he's been very reliable, is what I'd say. Yeah. Not not anything sort of inspiring and well-being. You know, so something like when you see a Kante card, it's it's one that you love to have and just has it in a hole. It just does its job. It doesn't do much outside of that. It just does its job really well. That was that yeah. was going to be my direct comparison. Actually, is when Mateus is like the equivalent of a Kante in previous Fifas because they're similar heights as well. To be fair, but the difference is is that Mateus can be a bit more attacking than Kante. Yeah, I mean he looks like a really good card again. I mean, yeah, you want to pack him, but probably to sell him because he's two point one million at the end of the day. Like, there's probably cards that you could argue match up and would be a lot cheaper. Um, I mean, for me personally, my DM at the moment is um, Rule Breaker Phillips. That card to me is still insanely good, and he's dirt cheap. So, like, I can I could not justify having a card in that position with Phillips being how he is. That's two mil. I would have to get rid. But if I got him untradeable, sure, happy days. I would love it. I find that odd. Surely you'd want to upgrade the card. Like, if the card's better than Phillips. If it's two million, it's still better. If you notice a difference, it's it's better. Oh yeah, but Sim- I want the simply. coins. Fair enough. Like if it's untra- if it's untradeable, I'd be happy. But I'm not like two two million. I don't think I'm going to notice what basically a two million of an upgrade on a player. That to me is like a crazy. So like, so is this a, is this Phillips for life then? Because at the moment, who, yeah. who's really going to be an upgrade that realistically you're only going to want to spend about a hundred k if you're after the coins. You're going to be penciled in by about 100k. You don't want to, anything more. You feel like you're wasting your coins. And is is that coins for content or actually you wanting the coins to actually redistribute to for upgrades across the team? A bit of both. I think I, there's definitely... I mean, I've, I've said this ever since the start, haven't I? That when I've got a team that I like, I don't want to change it. Um, if I start to notice that my team feels like it's fallen behind the curve then obviously I will need to make some changes or, or additions to the team. Um, and recently one of them was I had the informed Timo Werner um, as one of my strikers and he's now gone because he, to me, has fallen behind the curve a little bit. But I mean, say for instance, like I packed Marquez, um, the 89 rated hero CDM, um, and he is not as good for me in game as Phillips is. Like I say, if I was able to get a World Cup icon or a Prime icon when they come out or anything like that, there's a CDM that is looking 
worthy of the value. I'm going to give them a go, and if they seem better in game than Phillips, then I will go with them. But at the moment, the guy just seems like a machine. He just seems unstoppable. Right, let's get on to what has come out tonight. So we are uh, recording this, as always, on a Monday evening, and there has been a new release of the World Cup Hero Upgrade Pack. Now, I have just completed it because I had some... Uh, duplicates untradables so I've just uh, completed the SPC I'm not going to do it because uh, I'm going to do a video on it this week um, but I will like to see videos of what comes out of here as the main kind of player I suppose because this SPC did you say Luke comes in at around about 100k I think so so something around 100k and if if my early knowledge I've seen about two or three of these maybe I think Mascherano is probably going to be the most common. Right. That would worry me because I've already got him untradeable. Um, yeah, 113k. Yeah, I'm happy with what I've got at the moment from these. Yes, you can absolutely hit a jackpot. But yes, I can get Campos and actually not be excited this time because I don't like him now. It's uh, it's changed. FIFA got worse for him. I'm going to sound like a broken record in some ways because... It would be nice to do these, but I think it's only as a content perspective as I'd rather do player SBCs where I know what I'm signing up for, I know what I'm getting, rather than maybe taking a gamble and either maybe getting something good or getting burnt, basically. Um, because let, 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 let's face it, right, the chance of getting something good from these like icon hero spcs is a, sm a small percentage chance let's let's face it yeah i mean well i mean this the, that's the thing though so pack weight yes in terms of value there's eight under 113k value there's 21 over okay so it, when you think of that it's actually like three like two-thirds of a chance just over two-thirds of a chance of you getting a player that is worth more than 113k now people would argue that if you were to get a uh mascherano a collar nakata you might not see it as a dub because they're only like 40k more but if you go to the upper echelon and you get a forlan or an alawayran or you get vola or a culture then you're talking like you, or you know for heaven forbid a yaya Torre or a lucio you're you're talking like big mega mega money for those cards and and that would obviously be a massive dub but luke said um you know he seems like mascherano is the main one mascherano is the top end of the lower eight uh where he fits in so that you know is is an l for most people some people will take it um, I wouldn't obviously just because the faces I've got him, but if I did get him, I would see that as an okay card to get. I just don't want to see the likes of Crouch, Dempsey, Algebra, Campos. I don't think it's got a rating cap, has it? No, I don't believe so. No, it just contains one FIFA World Cup hero player. So yeah, no rating cap. So I mean, if they made it 88 plus, then obviously that would take out um, Algebra, Dempsey and Crouch. So and they'd be a lot be, more you know, expensive. It would also be a lot more expensive, yeah. So that's the other thing. 113k, which sees three 87 or above players and uh, an 86 rating squad. I, I like the excitement of it. I've only done it because I have got fodder in the club. And like 
I'm, I'm at the moment I'm a bit of a torn and I'll get you guys your guys opinion on this um I haven't redeemed my tokens yet for the 84 times 20 mm -hmm, times me three so the 84 times 60 sorry um now I was gonna keep I was gonna redeem them and save them for team of the year that was my plan but right now we have two brand new promos the phenom promo and we have a world cup icon which we've never had before would for you would it mean more in value to get cards that you've never had before in fifa because they've never been there and we're like in this world cup kind of frenzy at the moment or would you brain would be like no stick to team of the year save them for team of the year well it, it depends on what kind of a promo it is really so it, if, if you rate this promo really highly like I think it kind of, for me, has to be a Future Stars for birthday caliber one to convince me away from going for Team of the Year for saving these yeah. packs. But that that's just me. Like, think, things have to come into it. Like, pack weight, quality of the cards all round. Like, how many of these are you really sort of wanting Like of the icons? I mean, I don't mind if I get Haji. I meant to mention him earlier. Haji, yes. he looks... Like yeah, a card that really I actually good. like. Yeah, it, I liked his yeah. base card, so I'm sure I'd actually like this card. Uh, four star, five star, I believe he is now, as well, which is a nice little little upgrade. I mean, it, actually, generally, just to buy and try out, he's not that expensive. 168k. Like, I think with those stats, he's not going to go down when he comes out of packs much. I think he may even hold his price. So he's definitely a good card to use around this time now. But yeah, like you say, if you got him untradeable, you wouldn't be disappointed, I suppose. My thought, my, my thought is a bit similar of yours. I was thinking like, had this promo just been that one step next level, then maybe I would be more tempted, but I still feel like I'm edging towards team of the year at the moment. Um, I mean, my opinion is, is A, you're probably two weeks too late or something like that for it. I think Black Friday, you know, when there was a sheer amount of like icons in the packs and the promo players were a bit better and then also you had informs in packs as well. So there was a bit more going on in packs at that sort of time. But also it's, you're opening up free. So you've got a high chance of getting dupes. You're going to need to send those troops yes. into something. Realistically, is there a caliber of SBC at the moment that is go making you go 100% I want to put my fodder into that if I did it? Like, you only get to do this um, hero pack once. So, once you've done that, so I've done yeah, it. Yep. you can't do another one. But also, if you save it for team of the year, you d and you don't get a team of the year, and you got your dupes, you always have a top tier, like nice looking or multiple nice looking SBC players because they're doing like flashbacks to previous team of the years and stuff like that. I mean, Die Barla yeah. <laughs> on a couple of occasions has um, had an, an SBC card around team of the year. Maybe, maybe you never know. Might be another recycled. Uh, Daibala SBC for team of the year again so it, yeah. it's that sort of factor as well to look at is yes it's the promo players but it's also if you get disappointed and you get new dupes because you've opened up multiple ones plus also if you're saving packs as well you're going to have those dupes as well so you, you want stuff to put those dupes into because otherwise then you just sat on dupes and you're like 
Um, I, I've just got over hold off, which then means you can't open up any more packs or you've got to send them to the gulag. True. Very, very good arguments. I think if I was going to do it now for this promo, then, like you say, we're already doing the uh, World Cup Heroes pack, then I probably would, looking at the card, I probably would put them into Storchkov. Um, my duplicates, just because I think he does look very good and usable for quite a long time in the game. Um, but do I really need a player in that position? I don't. I actually don't. Um, so in that sense, it would be like I'm doing it for the sake of the fact that I've just got the fodder, not for the fact that I really want Sorchkov. So yeah, in that sense, yeah, I suppose you convinced me to stay on my path of, of team of the year and um, and not recycle as it is there. The thing with team of the year as well, actually, just to yeah. quickly mention, is give me a different team of the year now, I reckon. Because normally, well, be. it, well, my reason I'm thinking this is how many packs do people normally generate just from doing league SBCs? People's packs that they've got saved are not going to surely be anywhere near as much because people would just absolutely spam league SBCs to be set for project team of the year. Yeah. And this year, EA seemed to have just gone, nope, sorry, the Dropped SBCs it. are done. Good day. Yeah, gone, I'll bid you adieu. Well, it's a little bit like they, like, remember the years when the, the league SBCs gave you a player? Mm hmm. Suarez. Yeah. And then, like, they then went and did it so that they gave you untradeable packs. Now, what they're doing is we've got loads of dynamic duos this year as, like, a main, like, SBC that's coming up every now and then. And then they've put untradeable packs and stuff in the store. So, so it's like so instead of like doing SBCs to get your untradeable packs or your extra packs to try and pack someone, you're paying for them. And in terms of getting SBCs done for players, like you did previously, you're now getting dynamic duo SBCs where yeah, you can get like a fairly decent-ish card for what we're talking eighty-three rated squads. Some of them, like I mean, I'm just looking at Tanaka there, but there's others, other dynamic duos currently out at the moment. So it is a bit. It is a bit strange. Like I, I know a lot of people were disappointed that they got rid of it. I, you know, I only ever did it to like try and trade a little bit and like buy players really early and then sell them when it got to a point. Um, so I'm not really bothered in a way. I can tell you where the league SBC packs are probably lurking in some ways is in objectives. Yeah, it's true. Actually, yeah, we've had a lot more sort of cups and things to do, haven't we? Uh, the only other thing to touch on um, is that. Also, along with the Icon SBC, they did release a 78-plus player pick. It is one of two, and it is going to cost you a full gold squad. Now, the good thing about that is not, not rares, doesn't require rares, but it is a full gold squad. Um, so I imagine common golds, if you've got any tradable in your club and you're not going to do player picks, I'll give it a couple of days and probably look to sell them because it'll be around about the 900 coin mark. It's not a grand, I should imagine, fairly soon. So, um yeah, one of two is a little bit, you know, a little bit of a shame. You'd want maybe one of three, but we are still only two months into the game, don't forget. So it's just one of those one of those things. Um, but that is all we've got time for for today's episode of the podcast. By the time we get to record next week's podcast, the World Cup will be, well, it'll be in like finals. No, it'll be over. It's Sunday final. Sunday is the final. So we will know who's won the World Cup. But that has been an episode of the Three for Tears podcast. I've been B Rad, that's been LAJS and Merzgoff. Thank you ever so much for listening. 
we'll catch you guys later. Bye-bye. Peace out, guys.